The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 70. If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can send me a message and we can sort that out. Today's episode is all about peer support. Now, this is a really important area. Um, Obviously, when you're trying to get over OCD, um, you know, you do need the support of other people in your life, and it's really important that we get that. Um, But... It's a really tricky area because if we're not careful, um, you know, the support can end up being a compulsion. So we need to make sure that we're getting that support in the right way. So today's episode is is all about that, how to get the right kind of support and how to avoid some of the pitfalls in this area. Anyway, I hope you find it helpful. If you have any questions, do please let me know. And I hope you enjoy. If you are struggling with OCD, it's important that you don't do it completely on your own. And getting um, support from your family and friends can be incredibly uh, powerful and incredibly helpful in learning how to overcome OCD. It's all too easy to want to struggle on um, by yourself, you know, and not seek support. And I, I did this myself for many years. I didn't really want to get um, support from anyone. I didn't really want to speak to anyone at all about what I was going through. So, you know, I didn't open up to friends. I didn't open up to my family and I didn't seek the support of a therapist or a coach or anybody. Um, I just tried to struggle through. And, you know, it basically, you know, I did get on with my life. I still managed to to succeed in different areas, but I was miserable, you know, and uh, and it really took its toll. It was It was very, very draining and tiring and so actually it is important that we do seek support and um, you know obviously from a therapist or a coach um, you know or somebody who, who who understands OCD and can help you with that but also from our peers you know it really is important that our peers you know can understand what we're going through and can try to empathize with us um, you know because it does make all the difference if you can get that support. One of the big issues though with this is that if we're not careful, we can get the wrong type of support. And what I mean by this is one of the main uh, compulsions with OCD is reassurance seeking. And, um, you know, if we if we um, don't explain to our family members about how OCD works, um, you know, we can very easily use that peer support for reassurance, which will just keep the, the, the cycle of OCD going. And I'm going to talk more about that in just a minute. So it is really important that we, we get the right support. And also, you know, within the same kind of area here, we need to be careful as well about who we open up to. Um, because, you know, getting some people are just not the right people to to give you support in this area. And so we do need to be careful about who we open up to and who we speak to. So how do we go about 
getting the right kind of support? Well, first off, it's really important that the people close to us, our family members, um, partners, you know, close friends, that we really inform them and try to educate them about OCD. Now, this could be you doing that, you know, sitting down with them and explaining to them about, you know, the battles that you you go through with this and, you know, the, the things that you struggle with most and why. And, uh, you know, actually really explaining the mechanisms behind OCD, how it works, you know, the fact that we have the OCD cycle, it's really helpful to explain that. Obviously, that being, you know, we have an obsession um, that obsession, you know, no matter what it is, it always works in the same way. That obsession gives rise to some anxiety, some discomfort. And for whatever reason, you know, if you do struggle with OCD, we're, we're not so good at tolerating that discomfort. And so we try to push it away. We try to get rid of it. And that's where the compulsions come in. Um, you know, we perform compulsions because we want to get rid of that feeling. This is a you know, it's a mechanism for us to try to deal with the anxiety, but it's not healthy. So yeah, we perform these compulsions. And, you know, and then unfortunately, when we do do that, all we are doing is reinforcing the obsession. So we come back to the obsession again. But now the brain has learned because you perform that compulsion, that the thing that you uh, were scared of, is actually, you know, relevant, is actually a problem that you do actually have to do something about it. And so it starts that circle again. And we just keep going round and round and round. And the more we do it, the more we reinforce it. And so it's really important, I think, for your peers, you know, to, to understand that if they are going to support you, they need to understand what is the process of OCD. Um, you know, because if they don't, it's very likely that they will start giving you reassurance or that they will start, you know, kind of um, using critical thinking skills to try to get you to analyze, you know, the issue. And, and unfortunately, you know, this is why so often, um, you know, talk therapy for OCD is not very helpful because analyzing the situation, looking at it from all these different angles and perspectives and going over it again and looking back into the past, you know, it doesn't help because actually that is the problem, the rumination um, about the issue, trying to find the perfect solution to it is the thing that's getting you stuck in the first place. And so it is really important that your family and your friends, you know, the ones that you uh, do share the stuff with, truly understand that, um, you know, and then they can actually support you from, you know, a, a educated kind of perspective where they're not going to, um, hopefully, they're not going to, um, you know, give you that reassurance. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention here, as I briefly said earlier, is you need to be careful with who you're sharing, you know, this stuff with, because you don't want to tell absolutely everyone about what you're going through. I think it's important, you know, to share it with, you know, close family members and, uh, you know, close, trusted friends. Um but, you know, really do be careful. Make sure they are trusted friends. Is this someone that, you know, if you're sharing this information, is it somebody that in the past when you've shared information with them, you know, have they have they kept that to themselves or have they, you know, kind of spilled the beans to other people behind your back and, 
and then you know you find out a few weeks later if it's someone like that then you don't really want to share this information with them because they clearly you know they, they clearly aren't somebody that can be trusted so make sure that you are you know choosing the people carefully that you want to share this information with because it is important that it's somebody who has your back and uh, your your best interests at heart now, I just want to uh, reiterate again, because this is, you know, perhaps one of the most important things in this area. It is so, so, so important to to remind everybody, you know, who you do inform about the OCD to try to have support from them, is that to not give that reassurance. I really can't state it enough because, you know, if you have OCD, we're so sneaky or the OCD is so sneaky um, because it's it's very clever at working out ways to ask for reassurance in perhaps ways that that you know other people won't realize that you're looking for for reassurance and so you know they really do need to understand that that some days your anxiety might be so bad you know that you shouldn't be looking for reassurance um but maybe the ocd is even tricking you into not realizing that you're asking for reassurance so you know, you need to be really, really clear with everybody that, you know, unfortunately, they need to do their best to not give you that reassurance. And it's not, the problem is that many people think that giving the reassurance is obviously a good thing. They think that they're being kind to you. And that's why when you're explaining to them about this, that you really need to make it clear that they're not being kind to you at all by giving you that reassurance. All they're doing is they're reinforcing that that vicious um, um, circle of, of OCD. And so it's really important that they do understand that. Now, the next thing I'm going to mention might be a bit uh, controversial for, for some of you. Um, and, and that is to, you know, to, to do your best to avoid forums and chat rooms related to OCD. Now, I know for some people, they, you know, you might find that quite helpful. You may find that you get some peer support there. The problem is, though, that it's really tricky because there's so much um, reassurance that goes on in these forums um, that I really do feel that, you know, it's often better just to avoid them altogether. Now, if for whatever reason you feel you can't do that or that you do find it helpful, then, okay, fine, carry on doing it, but maybe try to manage the amount of time that you spend there. And, you know, be really careful that, you know, if you are posting, that you're not posting to try to get uh, reassurance. Or if you, you know, if you are going on, you know, that you're not going on there to, to, to try to find something, to try to find something related to your particular theme, because, you know, probably there, that is, again, reassurance, it is um, another sneaky compulsion. So if you do go on to these forums and things a lot, if you don't want to stop going on there, you know, then I, I would advise just being careful with the time that you spend on there, and what you're actually doing when you're on those forums. So the final point I want to make in relation to this is that um, opening up is actually um, it's actually self-compassion and self-compassion is incredibly important um, when we do struggle with intense anxiety and, and OCD what tends to happen is we really beat ourselves up for it you know like why am I struggling with this why can't I cope other people don't have as much of a problem with anxiety like I do 
you know, and, and we tend to be uh, very negative, you know, to ourselves. There's um, often I say to people, you know, that, that voice that you use when you talk about yourself, if other people spoke to you in, in that way, like you wouldn't stand for it at all. You, you'd literally be, you know, fuming. You'd be really angry with, the, with that person if they spoke to you like that. But for whatever reason, you know, with with OCD, you know, when we are like really harsh on ourselves, when that inner critic comes out and says, why are you not doing this? Or why are you not able to cope with this or or whatever? You know, we just accept it. We just say, oh, yeah, that's that's fine. And it's not. Um, And opening up about all of this stuff, it helps to build that that self-compassion, you know, to to temper that inner critic just a little bit. So try to remember that if you're not sure about opening up to people you know building self-compassion will help you to deal with OCD so I really do think you know there's many good reasons for for why we should try to open up to peers but you know we do need to be uh, careful with it and make sure that the people we're speaking to are supportive and and have our best interests at heart okay guys that's it I hope you uh, hope you found it helpful today. And, um, you know, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, please do. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram, uh, at Robert James Coaching UK. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.